G'day listeners, it's Jesse again. This is my piece on the art of living. Before I get into this segment, I want to make one thing perfectly clear, and that is my reasoning behind it. And that is, there comes a time in people's lives when they're either not happy, or they just feel like they've made a mistake, or just not sure how they've gotten here. So the intent of this podcast is to aid people in unpicking certain elements of their life to make the life they see in their mind closer to the life they see in reality. Okay, so with that out of the way, I'll now go into the actual elements itself. And that is, what is happiness? What is success? And then the implementation of all of this. We will start with happiness, since it is the closest to home for me, since I derived it during great hardship. Happiness can be broken down into two elements, internal and external happiness. Now, I'm going to start by unpacking external happiness, since external happiness seems to be the form of happiness we seem to get captivated in the most. Now while I was studying at Swinburne University, I derived this quote and it goes, when the task or situation requires a slight alteration to stay positive. I'll now give an example of what that quote actually means. Now, let's take an example of, you have purchased a new vehicle the form of happiness that you are experiencing is external happiness and in this circumstance you are pushed into one or two states that is blissfulness or enjoyment and the way i define these two words is enjoyment is when boredom is denied blissfulness is when boredom is denied in conjunction of a sense of novelty with the experience it's new now obviously since it's a new vehicle it is new so with this example as time continues the sense of novelty will wear off and you will move from a sense of blissfulness to a a sense of enjoyment and relative to time again from a sense of enjoyment, it will just become your vehicle and you will not get enjoyment from it relative to time and the way you experience going about this item. I am about to introduce a new concept based on this topic. I have named it the Ring of Fire. I will ask you to please close your eyes for ease of imagining what I am about to tell you. Imagine a hula hoop floating in the air in front of you and the hula hoop's on fire. Now there are four evenly spaced points on the edge of this hoop, on the edge of this ring. And they are named respectively in the way I say them going clockwise from far left all the way down to the bottom. 
Now, the point on the far left of this hoop is named boredom. The point on top is called enjoyment. Moving around to the far point on the right is called mundane. Now, the point at the bottom of this ring is called the point of excitement. I'll now go through and explain what these points are. The point on the left-hand side of the ring is denoted by boredom. Boredom defined in my own words is defined when a person is lacking mental and or physical meaningful stimulation. Now when a person has reached this point, they begin to seek a higher quality of time. When I refer to quality of time, I am not referring to productivity, rather enjoyment, when boredom is denied. The longer a person is seeking a higher quality of time, the more miserable they will become, since they begin to develop a sense of doubt in their mind that in the short term they will not find a sense of meaningful stimulation. Now some examples of this would be when a person pulls out their phone and begins to look through social media for an interesting article to read or a friend to talk to. Or much like the previous example of when a person has purchased a new vehicle, they then get a sense of um, meaningful stimulation. So this leads us to our next point, and that is the top point on this rim of fire called enjoyment. Enjoyment is formed when the person has formed a sense of mental and or physical meaningful stimulation. Now, I want you to imagine again. So with your eyes closed on the hula hoop, you have enjoyment on top. Above enjoyment floating in the air, above it, I want you to see a word called blissful. For blissful is when you have found enjoyment, boredom is denied, in conjunction of great sense of novelty. You have not experienced this before or in a very long time. So once you are in the state of boredom, as said previously, and you have been seeking a high quality of time, this will put you into one or two categories, blissfulness or enjoyment depending on the sense of novelty of the experience that you are experiencing. Proportional to the amount of time that you are experiencing this experience, the sense of novelty will wear off with time. And a, a experience that was blissful will eventually become just a sense of enjoyment. Boredom is denied by this experience. And then from there forth, with time continuing, enjoyment will become mundane. Now, in my own words, I refer to mundane as a sense of boredom. When you are lacking in mental or physical meaningful stimulation in conjunction with a new element, a sense of duty. Now, with the hula hoop that you are envisioning, 
The point on the far right, the third point, that point is what I am referring to as mundane. Furthering the previous point on mundane. So mundane is boredom with a sense of duty. If you are required to undertake this task to uphold your livelihood, you will be stuck in this point of the ring of fire for an extended period of time. If there is not a sense of duty, you will move through to the original point on the far left-hand side of the ring called boredom, and you have just done a full cycle. That is why I call this the ring of fire, since people can get captivated and caught in it and just continually going around the ring of fire. Now this leads to the final point on the ring of fire, and that point is referred to as the point of excitement. And in my own words, the way I define the point of excitement is as follows. The point of excitement is when you induce a sense of meaningful, mental and or physical stimulation to the user. Now this point could be placed anywhere on the right hand side of the ring realistically. However, just for ease of understanding, I just draw it and place it on the bottom of the ring. Now, this point ties in this section with my original quote for external happiness as when the task or situation requires a slight alteration to stay positive, this point, the point of excitement is that slight alteration to stay positive. Now, when a user has been in the state of blissfulness or enjoyment and the sense of novelty has worn off to such a state that they are pushed through to the state of mundane where they have to undertake the, the action if it is a sense of duty. If not, they will be pushed through to boredom. Now, this point of excitement short circuits them back up to blissfulness or enjoyment. This sums up this section of this podcast on the Ring of Fire. Now, a bit of clarity on the reason why it's called the Ring of Fire, and that is because people can get easily captivated within the Ring of Fire going around and round, continually seeking for another dopamine high on the action of instant gratification. Now, when people get stuck in this Ring of Fire, it is rather tricky for them to unstuck themselves. I will now go on to discussing internal happiness. Internal happiness is when you find peace within yourself regardless of your current life situation. The way I achieve a sense of finding peace within myself regardless of my current life situation is a technique that I came up with back in university that I named positive rationalization. Now, the way positive rationalization works is I evaluate all the factors that are, all the major factors in my life at a point in time that I do not like, that I wish to change, that are causing me stress, that are causing me anxiety, any of the above. And I find a way to look at these factors positively. 
For example, I am happy I just lost my driver's license for speeding. Now, obviously, I'm not happy about that. This is an example, by the way. Um, but then you rationalize it, just like a mathematical equation. Now, you, that the, the outcome is I lost my driver's license, and that is a rather stressful situation. And you leave a space, and then you re- write equals good. And you just be creative and find a way to make that statement correct through rationalization. Now, for an example is... I am happy I lost my driver's license since this has finally given me the chance to get fit and ride my bike to university every day, as an example. This is not a long-term solution, however, this will put your mind at rest until you can come up with a better course of action. Now, the reason for this is if you are stressful and panicking about a circumstance, you are likely to make an incorrect decision based on what is best for you in a certain situation. So finding peace within yourself regardless of your current life situation will aid you in hopefully assisting yourself in finding the better outcomes. What I am referring to when I say better outcomes, I am much like referring to a a game in chess where... No matter how dire every situation can look, there is always a best course of action. Now, being successful in life isn't like a status you get to and you have obtained it and it is there for the rest of time. It is a periodic a periodic thing that comes and goes where you are currently finding the best and most successful course of action proportional to your current life scenario and circumstances. This moves us through to the next part of this podcast, and that is, what is success? Success is ascertained when two factors are met simultaneously, and those factors are when you find peace within yourself regardless of your current life situation, as stated in Internal Happiness, And when you undertake your passion on a daily basis, only when these two factors are met simultaneously is when you're currently finding the best course of action for yourself, meaning you are currently living a very successful life, which is something to be very fortunate of. Okay, now I understand everyone has not reached that point in their life where they can put their hand over their heart and say, I've reached those two points, much like myself. Now, to continually drive and get to a point where they are successful and currently living the best course of action for themselves, as stated in the last two points of what is success, there is a key and very critical attributes in every person that will reach that point. And that is drive. You must have drive. And I wasn't too sure what this meant prior to going into military training. And I really discovered it there. For when you experience hardship and everything is going south, that is where you'll understand what is your driving force. Until that point, you are just having a guess, making assumptions, 
and working with what, what you've got, which is good. Now, once you've gone through hardship and you understand what pushes you through hard times, you must make sure you use that to your leverage in the future. I have my own, but as examples of what most people would use is when they were going through the long stomps or hikes, um, they thought about their family and loved ones, or they thought about the food they want to eat when they get back to base, or they thought about games they want to play. That's their driving. That was their driving force. That is what helped them get through the hard times. For me, I have my own reasons that are my own reasons. Now, it is very important that you determine what is your driving force and there is no time better than hardship to understand this concept okay so moving on to the next point and that is focus so let's make the assumption that you have discovered through thought what your driving force is and you understand what is going to push you through when everything is going south the next point you the next attribute correction that you would need to ascertain is focus. You need to remain focused on the single task. Just like in chess, you must remain focused on capturing the king, not killing the queen. Now, once you have ascertained the attribute of focus, everything becomes a lot more clear. And with that, you'll start to make moves in a certain direction. Just know, once you start moving in that direction, the challenges will only get harder and steeper. When I was in military training, they had a, a concept that they drill into all of us, and that is discipline over motivation. For motivation is temporary, and it is only there for a period of time until you lose that energy and you will lose it fast. But discipline, discipline is there for you. It will stay by you through thick and thin. However, you need to grow discipline. You need to train discipline. And the best way to train discipline is one step at a time. Smooth is fast and fast is smooth, as they say. Try not to take on too much at one time and focus on the little things for detail. Attention to detail will get you through. So that pretty much wraps up everything I wanted to pack into this single podcast. However, a few more points I would like to put in before I sign this off is as soon as I moved out of home, I was ingrained with a saying that they told my entire generation and it is follow your dreams, follow your ambitions. However, moving out and living my own life, all that did was got me to dive headfirst into a pool with no water in the deep end. I only used my head to break my fall. Um, so through maturity and all the experiences I've encountered since then, I've now changed that quote to better suit my lifestyle. And that is, I follow opportunity whilst using ambition as my driving force. And that drive I discovered during 
great hardship during military training where they put us through rigorous and chronic training um, operations under great fatigue. And during them, I truly understood what actually gives me power to push on. So through that hardship, gave me a tool that I reflect on very constantly. Anyway, so this is Jesse signing off. Good luck. I hope you got something out of this. Good hunting.